Stars International is a multicultural, open-format record label with multiple production services from recording to broadcasting. On the label side, we focus on developing artists and helping them achieve their goals. On the production side, we cover anything from recording and mixing your vocals to creating your master track. We also include distribution if needed, and we have full access to TV production and on-air services to help build and create the artist you want to be. We're a fully digital studio and plan on taking music theory to the next level. Good morning, South Florida, and welcome, welcome, welcome to The Breakfast at the Brooklyn Cafe TV. Take a deep breath and a good whiff of that coffee brewing. Grab yourself some toast, a donut, or any breakfast. Mm. As Dawn and Freddie get you up and ready for the rest of your day. So I grabbed myself and called 888-994-4995 to share a tip of the day. Or just to say good morning. So get ready for the time of your life. Shake off your sleepies, buckle up, because it's... Brooklyn Cafe Show Morning Show Morning Brew Crew. Good morning, good morning to you, my friend. How do you do this every day? I bequeath this back to you, Your Grace. You be what? I bequeath. You be cool, my Grace. I'm just checking the sound, baby. If it sees, if you see red, just over the the slider. If you see red on mine, if you see it peak on the red, that means it's peaking. Good morning to you. Morning, morning, morning. How are you doing? Happy Monday. I feel like I've slept all weekend. I have not slept in forever. I didn't get out of my bathrobe. I didn't get out of my bed except to use El Baño. Nice. And then uh, I decided that 50-degree weather and me do not associate anymore. It's a good thing you don't live in New York anymore. How would you be doing that, my friend? I would never work. Ah, Slick's in the house. How do you know that? Slick's the only one that follows our protocols on temperature taking. Oh, it's Valerie. And Valerie's in the house. Good morning, Valerie. You messed up. You messed up. I messed up. up. Valerie takes her temperature too. You look lovely today. You look lovely. Happy Monday, everyone. How was your weekend? How was your weekend? <laughs> I'm glad. My weekend was a little chilly. It was nice. I really didn't do a whole lot of work this week. I see you cooked. You brought chili in. I brought chili in. I made. I almost burnt the house down yesterday making pancakes. I really need that whole pancake skill. When you pour pancake, you know how to make the batter, right? Yes. When you pour the pancake on the hot griddle. Yes, hot. And it ha- begins to do bubbles. It smokes. Excuse me? It gets smoky. What kind of griddle are you using? A skillet. What you put on it, butter? Yes. And, and then everything black. Hold on. I didn't say burn it. I said when you start seeing the bubbles. Flip it. You flip it. You're only going to keep it on the flip side one third the time because if you keep it on there too long, it's going to burn. So, you know, I made blueberry and chocolate chip pancakes. Yeah. They were so black that you couldn't really tell whether they were blueberry or chocolate You burned chip. them. But they tasted good. You burned them. You overheated the skillet. The outside, it was like too much butter. I think the butter got overbrowned and overcooked. And, and then Is I this real chili. butter? No. What you use? Like that? I use... Margarine? Yeah. Can you still like squeeze the margarine? margarine something. That's why. Yeah, that's what it was. But that stuff doesn't work on a, a skillet. Well, therein lies. I almost burnt the house. Well, not really. I almost burnt the house. You, I got you a just, smoky. You just have to turn them faster. You can't keep them on as long. How long did you keep it on? Tell me five minutes. I'm going to run out of here laughing. It bubbled. I added the blueberries. I flipped it. I put some chocolate chips. I flipped it. 
And it was, you only had to flip it once. How many times are you going to keep flipping it? And then I always worry about it being like goopy in the middle. So So what? No one likes goopy pancakes. Everybody likes goopy. That's why I don't like to cook. Because then they go to me, it's fine. Well, if it's fine, then goopy is delicious. There's nothing like goopy. When people cook for you, do you ever say it's fine? No, I eat it. When they tell me it's fine, you don't. Then cook why no do more. I bother cooking yeah. anymore? Mm-hmm. So the chili, they all said. To, I said I'm making chili for dinner. The kids came over last night and they went. No, we're going to let you save your chili for the week, which was really sweet. They said because if we all eat it, you're going to have nothing left for you to take to work for lunch. I said okay, and they made a lovely dinner. Ashley and Aaron went to the grocery store and they made a lovely pasta and chicken dinner. So now I got all the chili for me for the week. Mm. Were they saying, no, we don't want it, Mom? Because, mm. Maybe, I don't know. My son, Freddie, came over one day. He says, Dad, I'm going to cook you dinner. I said, wow, okay. So he made, he made uh, sweet potato french fries, which were frozen. <laughs> when he served them, they were still frozen. Done that before. And then he cooked some chicken, and the chicken wasn't fully oh, cooked. God. And then he made um, something else, which wasn't, wasn't ready so i said to him this is delicious so on the french fries i could lick them i could suck them like a lollipop because oh, they were no. frozen nice and cool so linda <laughs> says maybe we should put them in the microwave for a little bit longer which they did and yeah it was okay let's it was the effort that counts i'm not going to tell them you can't cook and, awesome you know it's the effort that counts watch any good movies i watch movies all weekend anything good i watched a movie called the decadence the decadence. decadence makes me think of Oreo Overload with Fudge. But this movie had a guy and a woman, and she had an affair, and she was on a boat on somebody's boat, her affair's boat, hit her head and went into a coma and died. Lovely movie. Happy Monday morning. Clooney. Today. Clooney was in it. Oh, then it makes it a whole lot better. So what happens is <laughs> that right, Clooney yeah, Clooney movie. finds out about the affair. And he's very upset. But he really can't be upset because he was one of the reasons that she had the affair. Mm. And then the wife of the guy finds out because he found, he tracked the guy down. I mean, it just went on and on and on. But it was the saddest thing I had ever seen because Clooney was so involved in his legal life. He was an attorney. That he did not pay attention. He didn't pay wife. attention. That is the thing. So they ended the movie with... Then the daughter became a rebellious a-hole because there was nobody home. I always love listening to your synopsis of a movie. But this movie... had an affair, hit her head, went to coma, died. It was Clooney's fault because he didn't pay attention. And then so-and-so was an a-hole. It makes me really want to... The daughter. You should not be writing movie reviews. Saddest movie. Actually, you should. We should do movie reviews, according to Freddie. Saddest movie. It had me cry like a baby. At the end of the movie, it was him, the little daughter, who they had to break the news that her mother wasn't sleeping. She must have been eight or ten. They had explained to her her mother was going to die. And the way they shot that and the look on that little girl's face. You know, I mean, I'm in the production business, and wow, it, I just started bawling. And they sat down. It was him and the little girl. And then the rebellious a-hole came in. She changed her life. She sits down. And they all share two bowls of ice cream. That's the way they ended the movie. Because, you know, sometimes, unfortunately, she had to die. They put her ass. They went to Hawaii, of all places. For the father and daughter to become close. And it changed the whole synopsis of the movie. I watched Bridgerton. I binge watched. Yeah, you went this Bridgerton. Bridgerton. Anyone watching it? Bridgerton? Okay, it's on Netflix. I totally binge watched. It's a period piece from 1813, set in England. I can't watch that. You should watch it, not because of the content, but of the way the production is shot. The costumes, spectacular. The lifestyle, I must have been an aristocracy at some point in my life because they now call me... You were aristocracy? I was the aristocracy at some point in my life because the way she just handles things. Like, I can handle... How can you watch that? And then, episode five, (laughs) my kids call it porn. Oh, why? Because you got to watch episode five and six and the honeymoon. Holy smokes! It's a good thing Aaron watched it at his house. Chelsea watched it at hers, and we watched it at ours until episode eight. They were all at the house. We all watched the last episode together, and they got a little uncomfortable. Why? But wow! 
What they show? They show breastesses? Uh, I got to tell you, I think I need a corset because the way these women look in their dresses with their breastesses, as you call it, and holy smokes, they're just all lifted up high and Val would be right up. We should get corsets for the Brooklyn Cafe. Val's going to wear a, a corset? over there. She's going to wear a, co- a corset. Did you sell corset? You, got any, you need a mic. You have sell corsets at Victoria Pink? But I got to tell you, we should maybe go back to them because your waist looks like ever so fine and then your chest is like voluptuous beautiful yeah i i can't the costumes the hair but yes i've been watching i can't get into that and then you get i know you would think it was a bore but i watch things differently i watch you watch let me ask you a question you watch la la man at the movies yes you watch the whole thing yeah how the hell do you do it because i love that and then i listen to the score (laughs) you watching people bang their head go unconscious and die yes well I don't know. Again, I don't know how you and I... Little action. Together. There's a little action thriller. <laughs> La La Land. My goodness. I, and I say, okay, I'm going to watch La La Land. And I take a thumbtack and I put it in my foot so that I step on it when I'm going to fall out. Can you see if my mic's on? Because it sounds like it's not on and I'm echoey. No, it is. So we got to check that also. It was when I turned this mic on. That's why I don't like using it. Why? That mic made me echoey? Mm-hmm. Really? So take it off. I did. I don't need it. Okay, that's, that's weird. So you think the wires are crossed? Can you just say something? Let's try it out. Good morning, Valerie. Hello. Y- you're can on you delay. hear me? Well, I can hear you in a second. <laughs> She's on a delay listening to her phone. Production <laughs> <laughs> yes. at its best, all I can say. And this is live. I don't know. And everyone gets to figure this out. <laughs> I, I got to talk to your son yesterday about new equipment and new things and new show ideas. He's hilarious. Why is he hilarious? Because he's offering your grandson, want a Dorito? He's hilarious on many levels because he's explaining this whole new technology of equipment to me yesterday. I'm sure he explained it to you also. The problem is that when when JoJo is, when Joey's walking around, he's learning how to speak. So he's, he's one and a half, isn't he? Yeah, but he's talking already. He says he says no. He says stop. He says all sorts of things. He says, give me your keys to your car, Dad. He says a lot of things. So he wanted something. So G was asking him, do you want something to eat? Yes. What do you want? Tata. I'm telling you, she watched Bridgerton. But nobody knows what that is. <laughs> so Gio goes down the whole gamut. Cheese and this until he got to Doritos. And he said, yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> So. Got a lot of new stuff for you guys to learn. We got some new things, some new toys in the house that we're going to be setting up. Some new switchers and cameras and headphones and equipment and all kinds of exciting things happening. I got calls all weekend over people wanting new shows and new ideas and new spots. So that's kind of cool. But the, it's interesting because there's all sorts of good you stuff. You say nice. What I'm going to have to start, we're going to have to start doing is assigning people to, as producers to different shows like we were doing before the holidays and get back to that as the shows ramp up. We can't just hit or miss who's here and who's there. This way you become the producer of Ask Dear Abby. You become the producer of Tracy's, of new, Tracy's show. new Show. Whatever it is we're doing, everyone becomes the producer of the show, and that means everything. That means the elements. That means making sure the camera's right. You get a crew in and you run the board, but you become the producer of all of it because it's too, thankfully, it's too much for you and I to oversee every show. And you guys are good enough to be able to do all of that. And so they that want what's coming next. They want to separate the morning show from the cafe midday show. So we have to do a whole revamp on the morning show. Val, look at all the separate. hashtags I put in. I couldn't find the notepad, but I said I made my own. I, I don't understand any of that. When you hit that hashtag, where does it take you? I don't understand, but apparently it takes you to places that other people hit that hashtag. Hmm. So it takes you to somebody else's show? Why would you want that hashtag? Because other people who are following the same hashtag, who are like coffee or Monday morning or mania or... Is that the way a hashtag works? Yeah. Like when I put hashtag black and white photography on a photo that I've taken, it goes to this hashtag black and white photography and people will look at it and then they'll come back and follow me because that hashtag has connected them to my account, my Instagram account. So if I'm in, if I'm in the account and I hit... I hit the opposite hashtag. How do I get to? Okay, this is the show. Here's the hashtag. What does it do? Yeah. 
If you hit on hashtag black and white photography on my Instagram picture, On yours. It will take you to the hashtag black and white photography Instagram account. And then you'll be able to see all different photographers who have done black and white photography. Gotcha. And when you see somebody you like, then you can follow them. So gotcha. it's a place for me to grow or to you for Brooklyn Cafe to grow its network of Instagram or Facebook users. But they still have to pick the Brooklyn Cafe from all the choices. Right. But it's an easy, free, cheap way to grow your accounts. This is like this is like me saying, well, here's my podcast of a million. But people follow it. Like, I did some hashtags on Instagram over the weekend. People following it? And people that didn't know us found it because they followed the same hashtags, and they became followers of our account. So you need the top 100 hashtags to be put on those hashtags. If they're applicable. Like and then you say that what I talk about is complicated? Mine's is simple. <laughs> but I did it over the weekend, and new people followed based on a hashtag that I put in. I'm like, this is pretty cool. But it's consistency. It's someone has to be doing this all the time on every show. Okay. So that is new that we're going to be doing on all the shows also. Well, we have some exciting news that we're going to be doing with Instagram. I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag. Because I don't understand it. But uh, I do. And it's, it's interesting because... We looked around and nobody's doing what we're about to underscore. So I'm excited about doing that as well. It's just a whole different way of delivery. You know, you can only deliver an egg but so many times, right? I mean, how many times can you cook an egg? Oh, I cooked those yesterday too. What's Let up, me tell uh, you what Moses? With that. that was what the is continuation this? of my pancake story. What is this? Morning, Slick. How you doing, Slick? Good morning, Slick. So that was the the other side of the rest of my breakfast story. You made me think of that about eggs. eggs? So I used the same skillet that I had birth pancakes in. It was a little buttery. I kind of poured it out and wiped it down thinking. You burned the off. eggs. Well, I didn't burn them, but they had this coating on them. Of butter. Of butter. So what? But it was brown butter. So then I thought, why do I even bother? And then I go back to I'm not cooking anymore. All right. Do you know what a paper towel roll is? Do you actually, I mean, do you know? Because some people don't know. Yes, I clean with it often. Paper towel roll is your friend in the kitchen. <laughs> Let me tell you how. Tell me. When you put excess butter on it, because now you burn your pancakes, you should wipe it all off. I did, but I think it... No, with water and soap and the paper towel. I really wash it in the paper towel. Okay. Yeah, and then dry it really well, and then heat it up and start all over again. All over. Now, Freddie likes everything mushed together. So my eggs can be like, hey, sure, it makes no difference to me. Makes no difference to me because I know where it originated. I know you put butter in this thing, you make pancakes, and you can put bacon in there, and you're gonna be a lot of grease. Like a skillet. So that's what I was thinking. Aaron would like have it all together because he would he layers all his leftovers with breakfast and eggs and makes a skillet. So I thought it would be okay. Of course. Nobody complained. Huh. I got it. It's fine. So again, happy Sunday to you all. Yeah, but I'm don't not breakfast anymore. Why? You see, that's the problem. <laughs> Don't walk away from it. Now, you take a pancake, right? You take two pancakes. That battery is charged. You take two pancakes. Uh -huh. You put two eggs in there. You put bacon, sausage, like and cheese. Like a pancake sandwich? And then you put it in there. Yeah. Like, oh. that's what McDonald's does. You would do that, Val. And I'm going to tell you something. Where's your breakfast, by the way, Cracker Barrel? I already ate it. Oh. Yeah. Did you go to the gym today, too? I did. How's your knee? Pretty good. How's that going in the gym in the morning? I mean, it's... I, it's a struggle to get up because I like to sleep in because I never get to sleep in. But once I'm up and going, I feel good. What time did you get there? I got there around 7.15 this morning. Impressive. And then you go to grandma's change and come here. Mm-hmm. Wow. And she you take a shower? Yeah, and she makes me an egg. And she makes you an egg? Mm-hmm. You feel different? You feel good? Yeah. You feel younger? I mean... I mean I, you're 12. I, I, How much younger do you want to feel? <laughs> What a mercy. <laughs> as young as I can feel at 24, I guess. 24. Wow. How was your weekend? I had a lazy Sunday. I was off. That's what I had. I had, I had a playoff lazy Saturday and Sunday. Playoffs. So the playoffs for football? Anybody yeah. see football? football? I don't watch football. A bit. You didn't watch it? Teddy should be so happy right now. Yeah, I'm Brady gone in. So what did I tell you? Yeah. Don't you? Don't, <laughs> don't you? I, to, yeah, I don't get you. You don't follow. So and I'm going to tell you something right now. Write it down. 
The Kansas City Chiefs lose to the Buffalo Bills next week. I don't know about that. They will lose. I don't know. I thought they were going to lose with Mahomes. They're not going to have Mahomes because of concussion protocol. Yep. So he ain't going to be, and that Henning kid ain't going to be good enough to beat. Henning um is from Dolphins. He ain't good enough to beat interception machine. So it's going to be the Buffalo Bills. Check this out, Buffalo Bills. Now who do you like between Green Bay and the Goat Brady? If no. it if it's snowing, if it's snowing, I give it a Green Bay. No, but if the, the weather is nice, it's the Bucks. Brady's going to win. No, but not even if it's snowing because no, Brady no, no. plays snowing? in the snow. Uh-uh. Brady played in the snow. Yeah, but not the rest of them. So it was Brady all along. It wasn't the coach. It was Brady. Well, the coach has to learn to leave to trust Brady, and that was the problem. Brady says, "Listen, I got this." How was Tampa before Brady? Terrible. They weren't even in the playoffs. That's what I thought. And now Brady brings them. Yeah, but they also are loaded. They got got they got Antonio Brown. They got they got Chris, the, the G man. They got one person can make a difference. Well, he also has players. Didn't he? Did he always or all these players? No, these players all this year. Uh-huh. Yeah, all this year since they brought him like in because everybody wants to play the with LeBron Brady. effect. I was gonna say the LeBron like effect. Yeah, but everybody Green Bay. Is playing at the top of the game. The coach of Green Bay, the quarter, the uh, offensive coordinator, his son, is coming to the Jets. So now everybody's right. Oh yes, Jets are going to be horrible next year. And and don't get me wrong, I like because the, the pick. So good this year. Well, they don't have players. <laughs> you can't play this game without players, man. No. I never liked the Jets because they always <laughs> beat the Dolphins. That's right. Are you a big Dolphin fan? Yeah. Not but, this year. Though. Well, this year, so you know. <laughs> right now, I'm Tampa Bay. Because like of Florida. I'm, just go with the Florida people. Yeah, whoever is Florida wins. Imagine Tampa Bay playing in Tampa for the they, Super Bowl. They are. That, w- yeah, they will that be. would be the that deal. Would be awesome. And that, wouldn't that be something? Be there, but wouldn't that be something for the NFL? Yeah. To have Tampa in Tampa? Yeah. I just, you know, I just see this upset up in Green Bay. Now, get me wrong. Green Bay, to me, is the best thing coming out of the NFC, I think. But, but my God, this politics. guy. The politics. Oh, I'm sorry. And this guy. He just doesn't lose, man. Now, Bree, Bree, the saddest thing I got to see this morning was the reading about Bree and his family on the football field because he's hanging up his cleats. He's done. He he's retiring. He's 40 years of age. He, he, he was horrible. Bree's lost oh, the game for He lost the game for New Orleans. He threw two picks, and that was the end of the game. If they had started, I don't know the kids, number seven. Winston. If they had started Winston, they would have won. Yeah, but like that team is Bre- loaded. Bree Breeze always does that. His team's always loaded, and you know it always ends up with the Saints. Well, who was Winston playing for? I thought he was he playing was for, for the Bucks. He yeah, he did a flea flicker last night. He was playing for the Bucks last year, uh-huh. and now he threw a touchdown on the Bucks this year, but they still lost. Uh-huh. Number seven is that Saints. Winston? Yeah, that's Winston. James. That kid is going to be the quarterback of the future. But last yeah. night you had Breeze there with his family. Uh-huh. You know, because he's a family guy. And Brady came out, and him and Brady were talking uh, with the family, and they wouldn't allow anybody close to them, and they were there talking about their careers. I mean, you're talking about he's hanging it up, and Brady's right behind him next year. He's going to hang it up. Um, And they said they're going to be playing together in Canton because those are two future Hall of Famers, you know. But it's sad to, to, you know, it's sad for me because here I am. I watched Brady when he was a rookie. Yeah, Chargers. Yeah, I mean, I saw him when he started the game, and I watched him for, what is it, 25 years? What is it with guys getting emotional over football? <laughs> it Not happens, football, the players. You know? Seriously. It I happened. mean, when I had oh, to wait, the birth of my child, that's lovely, but Dan Marino, he retired, yeah, and? Yeah, it was sad. And it makes me teary eyed. I, mean, I, I didn't care about Marino. You didn't Breeze care about Dan Marino? Oh, okay, about Marina. I don't think I, they, people don't get that emotional over the birth of their children, their grandchildren. <laughs> men don't, but oh, but the retirement. <laughs> but you have to. You don't even know that but, you talk to. But you have to look yes. at the legacy. Okay, Michael Jordan beat up on my Why Knicks for does four it years. Men so emotional is my question. You, Zach, do the same thing or no? Weird Your time. dad. Um, both, yes, not over football. Over what? Zach is NASCAR, my dad is baseball. Oh, so still over sports, they yes. get emotional. I, I, I couldn't explain it, I don't know why. Because, you know, guys... I vested into anything guys, <laughs> guys get vested in the struggle of man. I, we talked about this. Really? 
Yeah, sometimes a football team that's not supposed to win wins because it's the will of man. Do you know how? I guess you don't understand because you don't understand football. I'm not a man. No, there are women that understand. You well, just don't like understand. When New Orleans, after the hurricane and New Orleans won, that to me was an amazing story. Just like New York when you told me when, when the two teams played <coughs> after the catastrophe that was in New York. That to me is the will of the people coming together and supporting Mike Piazza hitting the home run after 9-11. That was supporting a community that was very mm-hmm. much hurting. Well, look that, at, those are the feel-good But stories. look at J.J. Watts. After the hurricane, what he did. I was looking at Jayla's new skincare yesterday, but yeah. Oh. Well, JJ Watts <laughs> took his salary <laughs> and he paid for people's homes. That I get. But so did Dubreeze. Like, oh, he okay, took so his money and put it towards COVID 19, towards oh. people that didn't have. Didn't a lot of other people do the same thing? No, oh. not, not at this level of the game. And you got to understand that um, there are certain things that, are go, that go on in sports that's unheard of. A guy comes up to bat and he hits a home run, like Reggie Jackson hitting four home runs in the game. The will of man. You know how hard it is to play at that level? They make it look easy. A baseball coming at you at 102 miles an hour. Blink. Mm-hmm. It passed they, you. But they play Hold on. Get paid really well to do that. Blink. That ball passed you. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to be able to hit that ball. I understand, but the, the object of the game is this, a surgeon that performs heart surgery. This is your take on it. Hold on. You get emotional. A surgeon. You know something about medicine. Your yeah. dad is a doctor. Your husband. Everybody's a doctor. A surgeon that performs a heart operation, and he's 100% successful. Is he worth all the money you pay him? You know what they get for open heart surgery? Is he worth every nickel? Yes. How much? Do you if a guy <laughs> only is successful. $1,000. Really? If a guy is only successful one time out of a hundred and you don't pay him, is he worth the money? You didn't pay him. Exactly. So in baseball, football, basketball, and hockey, you got guys that are these heart surgeons, except that they get 60,000 people a day. And the point was, why do you get emotional over it? Because it's the will of man. Why I, do you get emotional over it? I actually get emotional over golf. Okay, but why? Golf. Yeah. It, why golf? I guess so. I guess so. Tiger Woods has never been it, one of the bears. It's not even Tiger. I like Rick Fowler. I like uh, Tom, Tommy, Justin. I like all of them. You know, it's, 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 you play golf? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the conversation I, gets better and better. But I love golf. I just you know how it. hard it is to hit a ball 150 yards into a little cup the size of a can? No. It's hard. <laughs> you ever play? I'm lucky I get a pass. You ever play football? You ever coach football? You ever play baseball? You ever coach baseball? Cheerlead. Basketball? You ever coach basketball? You ever been in a locker room full of kids or men, men, grown men, as after they look what they look like after a football game? You ever seen a train wreck and a body in front of that train? And they come away and every part of their body is black and blue? I had to ice up my son one day from a high school football game. There was more black and blue on him than on your head of hair. Wow. And he had to get up, not the next day, but the day after, because you get one day off, and start again. And you had to pad that black and blue so it doesn't turn into a blood clot. Mm. Do you understand how physical professional sports is? But they choose that. Of course they choose that, but I'm just saying, you're asking me... Why you get emotional? I coached that. I, didn't, I never got to He's coach in the NFL. Emotional, right? But oh, do you know how hard? You know what a broken leg looks like that's turned completely around? And you got to hold a kid's hand who's 17 and tell him you're going to be okay. And meanwhile, he's hysterical and going into shock? That's why I don't understand the sport at all. But that's what I mean, the I game is. I don't understand why they do it. Well, they're not doing it as much anymore. Is that high schools are actually having difficulty now fielding teams because parents are not allowing their kids to play football at that level because of what you're talking about with regard to the brutality. 
If some or players concussions. are at that high level, and we have some great players from South Florida that come out of Belleville, Bahokee, some of the best, Miami, some of the best players. Then we've Lamar got Jackson, we've Lamar Jackson, that aren't at that level, but yet they're competing against these other players that are at the level, and those are the ones that are getting hurt. In, so it becomes very in college, this beginning to see the separation of power, but it's always been the Alabama, Georgia, LSU. Those boys are huge. Compared to FAU and stuff. So they, they are seeing it. UF, Miami. They're like seeing it. Miami's catching up, but what's happening is they're catching up. Now, to, to argue your point about playing high school football, um, I know a kid that was on a bicycle, and well, he fell off his... Be, I have to stop you because Miami kind of like built the NFL, like the Miami players, the Miami like You team, have one good team. No, no, no. Get not one good team. Get over yourself. No, it's not one good team. Yeah, one good team. Yeah, no, Who did yeah, you no, have? No, no, I, Don't mention anybody <laughs> on that 80s no, team. Yeah, Who no, else you got? I'm not saying 80s team. We have Ed Reed. We had Ed Reed. We had um Ray Lewis. Miami brought so Miami brought so many like def- yes, defensive players. but they didn't make the NFL. But I feel like there was a big part of like Even the Jimmy big Johnson structure. Came out of Miami. Like, okay, uh, so what? Jimmy Johnson I, had four good years. Next, no, 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 no. <laughs> they were a part of the NFL, and they got mix. rid of Jimmy Johnson because he was Alabama a maniac. And like I would say, I don't know some. Probably but tell me who Ray Lewis? Look it up. I feel. I feel like Ray you, Lewis. Yes, I'll Miami, give you Ray like, Lewis. Outside of Ray Lewis, you, you know, give me The Rock, who made more movies and quarterback passes. I give you Ed Reed. I give you Terrell Ed Suggs. Reed I from the Ravens. I give you Jamal Lewis. Michael Larvin. I'll give you some of my. Not a lot. Again, they didn't make football. I give you Sean Taylor. Who? I give you Sean Taylor. You ever heard of Sean Taylor? Yes, I heard of Sean Taylor. But he didn't make the NFL. Yes, he did. He was a Redskin. Mm, <laughs> no, he didn't. Was he Lawrence Taylor? <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. Did Lawrence Taylor, Taylor change no, the I'm game? About, uh, Time out. Did Lawrence Ch- Taylor change the game? I can't say Lawrence. Lawrence say, oh, yeah. He, he changed did, the he defensive did, yeah. side I of the know game. Who yeah. changed the game that, that came from Miami? Frank Gore. Oh, yes. Most definitely. He is um, on the track of, like, I'll say almost 3,000. <laughs> PBS. PBS, I'll give you. <laughs> I'm going to give you right I'm gonna give you longevity. He, no, we're not talking about longevity. I'm going to give you longevity. Miami's in the mix. But who's better? Like Earl Campbell or Frank Gore? O.J. Simpson or Frank Gore? Frank, Frank Gore. Gore. Yeah. That's no a, yeah. He's still you guys playing. didn't watch O.J. play. It don't <laughs> matter that he's still <laughs> playing. It's a totally different games back when O.J. played. <laughs> no, O.J. Definitely. Juice was, forget about his personal life. He's a maniac. I get it, mm-hmm. but Juice can run. Walter Payton, sweetness. Did you sleep this weekend? <laughs> yeah, sweetness. <laughs> Who's better, sleep? sweetness like or gore? You I, got Walter Payton. The man, Walter Payton, probably the best running back I ever I saw play. Oh, it's nice of you. Thank you for playing. Well, I mean, I would have the to hardly and get it to the top. Mm-hmm. Who's the best player of all time? Football? It depends on position. No, 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 no. Can't do that. But they a quarterback do, but and a linebacker. The, the greatest quarterback I saw play, saw play, you got to understand, these guys have been watching since 69, is Tom Brady. The best quarterback, the greatest quarterback I've ever seen. Wow. At his age, he's still winning. He's still taking nosedives to t- score touchdowns when guys in the Jets won't do that. That's number one. Bar star. Johnny Unitas, Joe Namath, these guys could throw ball through a pin. You ever seen when people take a tire? Wow. Do it from 10 yards? Try from 50 yards and hitting that. Try it. Who do you think's best players? Me? I don't watch enough to know, but I want to know. But they always get to that debate. It's like the debate of who's the best basketball player, and it's always between LeBron and Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. I still think Michael. And they're going to all argue because they never saw Michael play. But does it matter in basketball whether sure. the position, like you're talking about, or can we say that Tom Brady is a the quarter- best player of all time? A quarterback cannot switch positions to be a lineman. You think Tom Brady's the best player of all time? Yeah, you yeah. can't. You, you like um, being that there's like two different sides of football, being um, that there's defense and offense. Yeah. Like, um, positions. And basketball, it's easy to call out who's the best player. But like you have to pick out like at least three players from football to say yeah, but who's your best player. Oh, sorry. In yeah. basketball, of all time, was yeah. Julius Irvin. I don't care. No. The doctor. Else. I saw. I doctor. met him in person. Yeah. yeah I lived in New York. I went to Jersey to watch this man play. He see a finger roll from behind the board. First guy to ever do it. 
But I got to tell you, in basketball, <laughs> it's easy to LeBron call could play center if he had to. Not that yeah. that's his position. True. But LeBron is athletic enough to play center. A quarterback cannot play lineman. He cannot play running back. He cannot be a receiver. So when you ask who's the greatest, you got to break it down by position. But to get back to the incident with high schoolers getting mm-hmm. hurt, I had a kid riding a bicycle who hit the sidewalk in New York City, fell on his head, yeah. had a concussion, and died. He wasn't playing anything. See, the object of football is not to get kids hurt. It is to teach them the proper way of tackling and everything else, taping up ankles correctly. Taping kids correctly. I did Pop Warner. Nobody got hurt. I won championships with six- and seven-year-olds. Nobody ever got hurt. What's happening is the game has become more violent because people are trying to get out and become superstars. So are you willing to sacrifice your body to play four years in the NFL, which is the average life. Mm. You only play four years in the NFL is the average. That's true. Look it up. Bounce board. Well, how about the great, 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 great Goski? Great Gretzky? One of the greatest hockey players. No, Gregoski. What's his name? He played uh, for Tampa. Gronk? Yeah, Gronk. Gronk. He played for Tampa Bay. Yeah. He I was the best see. tight end. How big was God. he? He's huge. Uh-huh. He's still playing. Huge. I, I he's still playing. He's really good. He ain't good now. He ain't, he's not a threat anymore. Can you imagine all those guys coming in here with us having one bathroom? Okay. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> what, are they going to eat the bathroom? <laughs> you, know, it's what, you know what happens. See, this is like no, Tell me brain. what happens. I don't know, but all we need is Pierre. And no, no, no. <laughs> tell me what happens. They use the bathroom men? And I just don't think. I think we'd be. You're turning red. (laughs) (laughs) You're turning red. So let me get this right. You see a football player, you think that he uses the bathroom bigger than anybody else. (laughs) No doubt. You got some serious issues. (laughs) All right. So then if all these guys are getting hurt and the game's more violent, what's your take on college players pushing to unionize and get paid because of that violence that's going on and the probability that they're not going to make it? I don't. I don't think. My bad. I don't think like the college players are like wanting to get paid because of like the injuries. Probably that's like one of the issues. But like they're marketing their names out on games, and the college players are not getting any payment for like their likeness being used or their jerseys being sold. So that's probably that's like I'll say that's one of the biggest reasons why college players were wanting to get paid. The injury probably came out. Um. Um. What is it? After the fact? But I know these college players always want to play. The problem is that's a multiple-layered answer to that question. They discovered that colleges that weren't putting football product out Mm -hmm. there suffered financially. Suffered tremendously financially because football in college is big money. Mm -hmm. Big money. So a college player to get paid, you have to look at what the college player gets in return. He gets scholarships to get an education. Now, if you're a college player and you're doing practice and getting beat up, it's really difficult to do that. Should players get paid? The problem with players getting paid is accountability. So I'm going to pay him to play a football game. He's the greatest receiver in the country. He can change a game like this. If you see Alabama, what they did to um, Ohio State, that one kid, that, and he, fra- he dislocated his hand. Otherwise, he would have broken every record in the world. This guy was running past them. He was so fast, right? What was the game where he hopped? Was that Notre Dame where he jumped, he hurtled that over? Dame. That was unbelievable. So the problem is that this guy has all this power, and somebody comes to him and offers him a million dollars, and he begins to drop some easy catches. And that's the biggest fear, that you get to these kids selling jerseys and everything else, accountability. These kids aren't trustworthy enough to say, I want you to be responsible and we're going to pay you. don't you think there's so you. much more to it? Because you've got there different is. socioeconomic kids coming into there these is. schools. Most definitely. They've got different role models that are helping them get where they get. Mm-hmm. There's, there's so many layers to it that it they is. want to get unionized. They want to get paid because this is their one chance in life to get out from where they were. And then there's others... The 60 that might have been player. a kicker, and they came from a, a good family. You know what? They're going to get through college, and they, it doesn't matter if they make it to the NFL. They're still going to have their a career in something and be successful. So then colleges have to take a hit on the money they generate. If they generate a billion dollars and the players want to have monies, you're going to have to make accountability changes. But it brings a lot of money, and we went through this with the pandemic Tons without the games. I was watching figure skating over the weekend, which I love watching figure skating. They've got the cardboard people in the stands. 
They do. I was watching. NBA has the screens. The best is wrestling. You don't realize there's cardboard people until they do a close-up and they're like, seeing like you guys are just like little head busts and like, wow. The best is wrestling. They have a TV monitor in every chair. One of those. And every one or one of these, one of this size. And everybody, every one of those monitors has a person or two or three. So when you pay, you get on your computer and you're at the game and you're going like this and they show it. You see it? It is the funniest thing. They're doing it in the NBA as well. Mm-hmm. And they're doing it more and more because it's in Orlando, WWE, the, WWE, the wrestlers. If packed house, they got 60,000 monitors in there. Different ways to make If money, we had the money, I would bring in 100 monitors in here and people could see the show and be on TV. And you put a camera on. Actually, the crew asked over the week, last week, you know, we've got an electrical outlet like here yeah. in that second studio. Yeah. And they asked why. And I said, because you're going to be mounting a TV there. Oh, you asked me. Yeah, I think. And I said, we're going to put like an arm and you want to ma- mount a TV. Yeah, are I we never doing said that, but okay. Yeah, I mean, you might as well. Yeah, that's, yeah, I think that's what you did. What do you, yeah, what do you, of what course. Do you, what do you call that? My condom. Is that what it's called? <laughs> After five years. You believe everything I say. He told me, Kathy, for the longest time, these are called condoms. So to me, it made sense. That's they were called my condoms. So we have this whole thing on, on air a couple months ago, and they're not. Well, they're called covers. But but it serves kind of the same purpose, Apparently, right? but, you know, one cover is one condom. So, that's all so, I so let me get this right. You think I put a plug up on the ceiling... Because no, I'm you didn't, but you said you were going to... No. No, you said you were going to... A monitor. A monitor. monitor, yeah. But there's one up there already. You want another Studio one? B. No, Studio B. Oh, yes, yes, yes. We're no. going to put some TVs in Am there. I right? Yeah. yeah, but I don't remember seeing a plug up there. Yeah. Is there? Well, there now is. that the wall's beautifully painted, it yes. kind of stands out. Now so you yes. have to bring Mr. New Yorker back. Oh. Let him do that. I ain't doing that. It's a very technical thing. He may be in town. We'll have to see. But lots of stuff going on. Hard yeah. to believe. We're already got small talk with Val coming up today. Mm, I guess. <laughs> There's no school today. Today happens to be we should. There's supposed to be some people coming in. Today, really? Everyone I've got is virtual, so I don't know who you got. Summer Sun. Oh, right. Because it's MLK, <laughs> so the kids are off of school, so we're doing a whole set on kids and our teens network virtually because today okay. is no school. It's MLK Day. MLK. Yeah. Martin Luther King, which was funny because Friday, Kenny Love said he was having MLK. Remember we had this whole thing? Yeah. We did not resurrect him. He was not here in the studio, but it was a tribute to MLK. I'm not going to say nothing about that, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I'm laughing. The news is talking about, you know, uh, Martin Luther King's words are more significant today than ever in the history of this country because those words are really necessary right now, people to hear it. 25,000 troops in the Capitol? 25. And the funny thing about it is that they are vetting all 25,000. Yeah. Because now they found that some uh, military personnel was involved in this stupidity on Wednesday. And then the funniest part, what I was laughing at hysterically this morning, you have people that storm the Capitol, and there's this one particular woman who says, I was just doing what my president told me to do. What? And I think he should pardon me. What? So now they're all looking for pardons because what? Trump is leaving Wednesday. And between now and Wednesday, he has the power to pardon, and you can't stop him. Do you think he's going to pardon him? If he does, <laughs> then he will get impeached. Yeah. Most he definitely. He was impeached. Yeah. Not, you're only <laughs> half impeached. You're only, get impe- <laughs> you're only get impeached. It's like only being a little bit pregnant. When the sen- yeah. When the sen- Just a little bit. It's two weeks along. It's name calling. It's a little bit impeached. It's name calling. And right now, he stands to be impeached. He's but in limbo. But if the Senate does it, yeah. now they told him, if you pardon one of these criminals, then you're guilty because and then if he's pardoning them, like Stone, you know, and I had judged, I had Stone on multiple shows. Why was shows. he there? He was an instigator that led at Marco Rubio's house. He had people there. Really? Yeah, I mean, it's all sorts of twists and turns, but we're going to see what uh, Mr. Trump will be in town. Mr. Trump. Yep, that's what wow. Is it Mr. Trump or President Trump? Is he, is, is he going to be in town like Florida, like West Palm Beach? He's coming down Wednesday. And so he wanted a military send-off in the Pentagon said no. What? Yep. Is he going up to Mar-a-Lago? Yep. Where he's not allowed no. to live? No. 
there. No, he could, he's going to go there Wednesday. They got a 30-day right to, to uh, he has a 30-day right to find a place to live. So they're going to put him there for 30 days. Oh, he has 30 days to stay at Mar-a-Lago because the agreement that he signed with the city of Palm Beach is that no one can stay at Mar-a-Lago uh, over seven days. You can only stay there if you're a club member three times a year for seven days max each time. Yeah, I know, but he told him if you want 10,000 people down on your Mar-a-Lago, you let me stay 30 days and they're going to let him stay. Oh, they're going to let him stay. They're gonna, he's going to move. He's going to move out. I mean, he has nowhere to go because New York City said, no, we don't want you. So he can't go God, back to New York. I don't know. There's a Hampton Inn. Um, yeah, it's like, in the most definitely. Like you know, you know, it's, it's Sheridan <laughs> Suites. A Western. There's a Western. There, isn't there yeah, a Western? It's, it's, it's really... It's really <laughs> Melania can have a two-story bathroom. There's yeah. a suite. There's plenty of suites available. Yeah, it, it, it's really funny, but as American citizens, what a black guy would take you for this. Most definitely. Well, that is why I'm hoping Wednesday goes off without a hit, because as a country, as who we are as a nation, yeah. what we represent to the rest of the world, all kidding aside, this is tremendous. And what I am loving that I get to see is our kids' generation stepping up in the political world. And I see where Aaron's wanting to go, and I was talking to a friend, and she said, oh, so-and-so's son is here. He should reach out to him. And to watch these kids in their mid-20s truly strive to make a difference in our political culture is amazing. Because you forget, as, our, as your kids grow, so do all their friends grow up, and they're all doing different things that impact different lives. And Aaron had some friends over yesterday, and I was like, wow, you guys are still three goofy kids. But they all stand for something really strong, trying to make a difference in this world, which is amazing. It is. And how old is Aaron? 26. 26. Future Senator of Florida. I had called that. Yeah, I won dibs on that, because I called it when I first met him. Yes, you did. Yes, I did. It's funny, I lost three friends of the family over the weekend to coronavirus. Oh, I'm sorry. New York City. Cerebral. Cerebral. But, you know, it's, it, it, I mean, again, my condolences. Michael, but, by the way. But it, it, it's just annoying because two people that I know um, are acting ridiculously stupid. And I say that to their faces, I say it to their back. You don't act stupid on something that's going to, what are we approaching, 400,000 now, yeah. perhaps? Yeah. Um, and I don't want to hear about the definition of, you know, if you have a heart attack, that's not coronavirus. Well, there are people that get it and don't even know where they get it from. And then there are those right. that do these other things that expose themselves. And if they get it, they have outwardly put themselves in a position. But there are people that don't. How do you get the flu? I mean, there are people, my parents had friends that stayed in their house in New York City. They did not leave their apartment. They didn't even go get the mail. They met they some, somebody, my, the three well, people in my family didn't leave their house either. That's what I'm mm -hmm. saying. But now they're finding out that somebody made a delivery, and they had a conversation, and there we go, and the dance begins. One family? One family, yeah, three brothers. Passed away? That's terrible. That's so sad. I'm so Bronx. sorry. Wow. And again, that's, that, I mean, they'll be remembered and everything else. They're going to do what they got to do. But the problem I'm having here is the reaction of people still not taking this thing. Seriously, and and it's a it's a problem. You know, the other day on Friday, I came in and I told the crew that there were so many things happening here that I want everybody to get up and wash their hands. And the only person that did was that gentleman right there. Thank you. <laughs> true story. Also, yes. Very Anybody true. else follow you? Nobody else followed me. And that's the problem. But the another problem. thing is, like for me, you know, with the coronavirus, I. What other precautions do you take besides washing? Bring your clothes every night. Yeah, well, I actually take out myself some cold pluses like every morning and every night when I go to bed. I figure that helps me. I don't know. The cleaner you are, the more you wash your hands, your face, your hands. The cleaner you are, staying away from people. The cleaner you are, the less likely. Doesn't mean that it's going to work all the time. You know, I mean, you got to weigh out your own accountability, your own life. And my son, who's 28 and thinks he's Superman, you know, I, I seen. And the kid I'm talking about was 28, his brother was 32, and the other one was 34, and all three died. Oh so gosh, I don't want to hear Superman stories no more. They all died from Corona? Yeah, and I don't want to hear no more Superman. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. It's going to fall on deaf ears because somebody has to be left behind to tell the tale. And here we go. And here we go. So all I'm asking is keep your head down and be patient. See what happened over the weekend, people fighting. They, now they're going to use the churches, right, to distribute the vaccine. Mm -hmm. Except that everybody showed up and there was no vaccine. Mm -hmm. Really? I mean, what the hell's going on? 
Well, I did see a post, and I should reshare from Dory um, from Schlossberg that if you are in a senior community and you would like them to distribute the vaccine, there is a whole protocol of who to write to, who to call to get that in your community. So but there's no vaccine to distribute. So I will share that out. So I, I got into an argument with somebody over the weekend because I said bring in the National Guard, and that's what happened with Linda Works. The National Guard came and gave the injection. And they really? all, yeah, they don't have enough nurses. Mm -hmm. So I said to Linda, and she argued with me because there is a protocol. Apparently, you people in the medical community have a protocol. To stick a needle in your arm, you got to know how to do it. Now, I'm a diabetic, and I was putting it in my belly, my arm, my neck, my ear. I never had a problem. I can't stick but a needle in your arm. You're doing it to yourself. Excuse me? You're doing it to yourself. Which hurts people. a whole lot more. But you have to have protocols and training. Thanks. and but you know they something. Are, however, Facts. they are out there asking for nurses and physicians mm -hmm. to who are willing to go give the vaccine. They're paying a tremendous amount of money. Tremendous. I'll do it for free. To do this. Give me the needles. Give me the place to go, and I will do it for free. You just got to get the vaccines. That's the thing. But they won't do it. They won't let me do it. I don't get this. You know, we talked about mm -hmm. I would play professional sports for free. So my son says that's because you can't play. Oh, wow. Wow. Right? He said that? Yeah, my son. No. He says, Freddie, he says yeah, of course you play for free because <laughs> you can't play. But even if I could play, yeah, I would play it for free. Give me the needles. I'll give it out. I'll go to every community you want me to get. I'm going to get dressed like a bubble suit, man. Here's what I find interesting is even some of the people that are giving it through Walgreens and CVS, they haven't received the vaccines yet. No. But yet they're giving it. So to me, if you're frontline and you're giving the vaccines and you're being exposed to all of these people, you should be the first ones to get it before you go. That makes no sense. Give it. So that to me makes no sense because you're exposed to more and more people. Well, let me ask you a question. Suppose that Slick works in a bodega and he's been open. I do. He's been open 24-7. Yeah, I do. This is the very beginning. Okay. Let's say. Yeah. Is he a frontline worker? I can say. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. If it wasn't for him, nobody would eat, right? Yes. Frontline front worker. Yes. Okay. So I got into an argument, the, the definition of frontline worker. He's not a frontline worker, they tell me. Why? Well, because he's not a doctor no, or they're saying, pharmacist. They're saying they are, and they're saying teachers are as well. Anybody dealing with the situation to me goes first in line anybody because that to me is a frontline worker Agreed. so they get into this whole argument over the weekend of what a frontline worker is really i mean what is wrong with people people just like to argue because yeah. the state of what it is when 2020 ended and everyone thought january 1st was going to change and everyone's going to be happy and rainbows and unicorns yes. i only same wish thing came to my oh, yeah. side of the world and rainbows and unicorns. And my sorcery crystal yoga yeah. mm -hmm. angel here, which I think she's oh, spectacular, by the way. And yes, she is for sale. And everything is here. Yeah. Isn't she beautiful, though? Yes. Absolutely. I'm going to change the subject. But Why? yes, it should all be rainbows Why and unicorns. Why are we changing the subject? Because <laughs> it's 10 it's the, we it's the morning show. It's the morning show. has nothing to do with the midday show. I'm going to change it all up. Okay. Oh, so how do you, you know that as of the 14th, <laughs> Of God. January begins the real year, the new year. Okay. Every business owner out there, now we start. That Why? thing before, because before it was pomp and circumstance. Why January 14th, though? Because this is when the real deal begins. It beca now it becomes real. Now, if you want to do business, now is the time to do business. I got people marching in here today because the light bulb has turned on. Right? Well, it was two weeks in the weekend. I just wonder where you got the today. number from. It starts today. <laughs> <laughs> Starts today. Just trying to figure out why. Okay, I'm thinking. Oh, because the, I'm thinking. Cool. King's Day was the sixth. Where did he get because the Because you had all that party and stuff. <laughs> it, every it, it gets real. I'm now. glad you caught that. It gets real. <laughs> now. I love having fun with you. Happy Monday morning. Semantics. Media. That's what you're all about. Always semantics, baby. <laughs> don't stick. Gotta keep you I can't put a needle in your arm because I don't have the word doctor before my name. So I'm holding on to the needle until somebody comes. To give you this most ridiculous thing I've ever heard semantics. The f you hit my muscle and you do something because you're not trained to do it. Seriously? I'm not seriously. I'm seriously? not seriously. Okay. I'm when not going to be was, happy. When I was in ICU, they had to do a blood job. Uh, what they call that with the blood artery? Gas. 
a blood gas on my arm, okay? She had to use that vein there. For 15 minutes, she blew up my arm. Then she went to this arm, and I said, take it out. And she's a professional, only one in the hospital who could do it. And I complained to my doctor, and he looked at my arms, and he says, what the hell is that? So I don't want to hear that. Yeah. If I got something that could save your life, I ain't going to miss. What do you think I'm going to miss? You show me where in the arm it's got to go. Now, there's no science to this. Linda got one in her shoulder blade. Then she got one in the arm. I don't want to hear it. They ain't no better than me. They don't put their pants on differently. Well, not everyone is you. Let's just leave it. You no, know, but he could do it. She could do it. You could do it. You know what? This is not normal. You think this is normal that we have to wait till a doctor shows up here? I'm sorry, I'm going to wait for the next six years before he gets here. Do you know how many things are out there that are pending, that there are te home tests and there are viral protocols that aren't approved in our country that exist? This that we can't even talk about yeah, because but this they ain't exist, that. but they're not approved here? This ain't that. You got 400,000 people dying. You got hospital beds overflowing. We got to get a little smarter. How about wear a mask? How about Ooh. let's start with... Wait, you, you get the shot, you still got to wear the mask. How about a mask? How about finding people to put injections in people? Ooh. There are people that are willing to do it. You have to, get, like whoever just said, we need the vaccine, though. Correct. There needs, you need the medicine to inject it. Need it the solution. Don't get me, just don't get, don't get me started. So You've already you, started. Are you scared of needles? Because for me, I, I'm afraid of needles. I'm not scared of them if they know what they're doing. So I went to get my antibodies tested last weekend. And the guy's like, well, last week I had a thing with a guy and I missed. Because someone walked in and said, are you okay? He goes, yeah, yeah, I'm good. I said, all right. He goes, but don't worry. I'm not going to miss on you. It was just the one time I never miss. I go, okay. He goes to do it. <laughs> oh, I missed. He missed. Oh. And he's a pro. Wait, mine was, a, mine was they pricked my thumb, my finger, to do the antibody test. And he's like, oh, I missed. And I said, so now that you're going to make me faint, could you think maybe you could call on that other woman who came in before and try it again? Oh, I'm so sorry. You were the guinea pig. I'm like, mm-hmm. So, yes, I get why they don't want you You're to better do off it. letting me do it. <laughs> me, the unprofessional. Now, when you're unprofessional, you're going to be more careful because you don't want to miss. Do it, yeah. These other people, they're saying, and they're talking over here. Yeah. And they're sticking the needle in the arm and say, yo, yo, homie, over here. Correct. Eat that over there. Over here. Yeah, they have the ones where we actually had them on the show where they prick your finger and they do it in that quick test. Sweet. Did you have antibodies or not? Nope. Oh, I'm sorry. Nope. So it's stay covered. Exactly the point. My uncle had to put a needle in my eye because I had a cyst to drain it. So he took out this long needle and he says to me, do you trust me? But your uncle's a doctor. Yeah. So what? <laughs> he missed. <laughs> All right. On that note, everyone, stay tuned. Small talk for Val coming up at 1030. Maybe. She's like, maybe. Absolutely. See what she's going to be talking about. Corset. We should, we should reinvent the corset and the bra, where you can mix match the bra. And our merch store brought some merchants. So we can talk about that today. So a lot of good things happening, and it is MLK Day. So the kids and the teens are off for school. So if you are out driving around, please be careful. They're on their bikes. They're outside. And we're going to be doing a virtual show midday. So stay tuned. Have a great morning, everyone. We'll see you in a little bit. And don't be late. Bye-bye. Well, that's about it for today. Even though the show is over, the Brooklyn Cafe is always open for business. You're invited to join the fun every day from 12 to 2. If you missed some of the laughs from today, Dawn and Freddie S. will bring more good cheer next time. You can follow the Brooklyn Cafe on Facebook at the Brooklyn Cafe TV to rewatch every minute of the show. Well, see you next time. <laughs>